Mercedes reconfigures car interiors for autonomous technology, Volkswagen is reportedly headed to Formula One, and why Takata is right to fight against a national recall. All that and more coming right up on AutoLine Daily. This is AutoLine Daily for December 5th, 2014. Mercedes-Benz wants to be the first automaker to introduce a fully autonomous car, and we're going to get a look at what it's talking about one month from today. Dieter Zetscha, CEO of Daimler, is going to be the keynote speaker at the Consumer Electronics Show next month, and he's reportedly going to unveil a concept car designed to take full advantage of autonomous technology. Mercedes released these images of what the interior of that car will look like, with the seats in the sedan all facing each other and a little coffee table plunked down in the middle. It even envisions passengers wearing virtual reality goggles since they'll no longer have to pay any attention to their surroundings. Whoa! Actor Keanu Reeves loves motorcycles so much, he co-founded the Arch Motorcycle Company and here's their first bike, the KRGT1. Not only is Reeves an owner, he also helped design the luxury bike, which, gasp, carries a price tag of $78,000. The bike is powered by a 120 cubic inch V-twin that cranks out 121 horsepower and 121 pound-feet of torque. During track tests, they got it up to nearly 140 miles an hour. The company plans to build 100 KRGT1s a year and may expand the lineup to three models. Formula One is expensive, very expensive, but it may offer a better bang for your buck than other racing series. The BBC reports that Mercedes spent $161 million on F1 last season, including sponsorship and prize money. But the global advertising value of Mercedes television appearances was $2.8 billion. Compare that to Volkswagen, which fields cars in three other motorsports programs. It spent twice as much as Mercedes, nearly $400 million, but the global ad value was only $30 million. That's why rumors abound that the Volkswagen Group wants to get into F1. And Dieter Zetsche is on the record inviting Audi and BMW into F1. He says these brands already account for 80% of the luxury car market, so F1 is a natural battleground for them to fight for more bragging rights. But VW's chairman, Ferdinand Piek, and F1 boss, Bernie Ecclestone, reportedly cannot stand each other, and one of them has got to go before VW hops into F1. Still to come, Lexus will not go down market. Instead, Scion will move up. A Ford Escape crashes a basketball game. And why Takata is right to fight against a national recall. Auto Line Daily is brought to you by Bridgestone, your journey, our passion. And by Dow Automotive Systems, improving durability and increasing design flexibility with Betamate structural adhesives at DowBetamate.com. Unlike its German luxury competitors, Lexus says it has no plans to introduce a model that costs less than $30,000. Instead, the head of Toyota North America, Jim Lentz, 
says Scion should be the brand to offer small premium vehicles. As of now, Scion plans to target young buyers and is introducing three new models over the next few years. But something needs to be done with the brand. Scion must sell 100,000 vehicles a year in the U.S. for its dealers to be profitable. So far this year, they've only sold 54,000 cars. But what do you think? Should Scion move up market? Let us know in the comments section. And in other Toyota product news, an all-new Tacoma will debut at next month's Detroit Auto Show. With GM's new midsize pickups winning awards, the timing could not be better. There was a life-size Ford Escape inflatable parked at the Portland Trailblazers NBA game last night. The problem was, it was parked in the middle of Section 209. It seems the advertising blimp, which normally hovers above the crowd, decided it needed a better seat since the Indiana Pacers were in town and it crashed during the first quarter of the game. Luckily, everyone beneath the blimp, ahem, escaped and no injuries were reported. No explanation for the crash yet, but there's speculation that since Portland is such a green community, maybe one of the arena workers thought it was a fuel cell escape and filled the blimp with hydrogen instead of helium. Guess we'll just have to wait for the NTSB report. Coming up next, why Takata is right to fight against a national recall. Dow Automotive Systems, driving solutions in automotive, commercial transportation, and aftermarket with innovative products like Betamate structural adhesives. Lighter, stronger, safer. DowBetamate.com. Takata is a company that's done a lot of things wrong. It built defective seat belts in the past. More recently, it built defective airbags, and it sure looks like it tried to cover this all up. Yet, I am coming out in defense of Takata in its fight against a nationwide recall that's being pushed by NHTSA and the so-called safety advocates. First, why I support Takata's position. A nationwide recall would involve many millions of vehicles. There simply is not enough replacement airbags to fill that need, and there probably will not be enough for a couple of years. We know that these airbags fail in hot climates with high humidity. That's where Takata wants to concentrate its effort, which makes all the sense in the world. If a nationwide recall was announced, millions of owners would go to their dealerships only to find that nothing could be fixed, maybe not for a year or two. Imagine the turmoil that would create. The fact that people cannot understand why Takata cannot simply flick a switch and fill the pipeline merely reflects how little Americans understand anything about manufacturing. Next, let me tell you a thing or two about these self-appointed so-called safety advocates. They're little more than cheerleaders for the plaintiff's bar. They essentially sell lawyers information kits on how to sue car companies. In some cases, their cause can be legitimate, but they're prone to go off the deep end. They're histrionics on Toyota's sudden unintended acceleration was scandalous, a complete sham. So when these self-appointed so-called safety advocates come out in favor of a national recall that cannot possibly be fulfilled, I immediately become suspicious. Same goes for NHTSA. Here's an agency that's bungled its role badly. It did not catch the GM ignition switch problem, even though it had all the data at hand. And it put out press releases chock full of mistakes and misinformation on the cars involved in the Takata recall. So now the agency is trying to make up for lost time by coming out as the stern 
scolding schoolmarm and demanding a national recall, which cannot possibly be met. Let me be clear, Takata screwed up royally and needs to be nailed to the wall. Ultimately, it will have to recall all those cars, but only when production lines can realistically fill the pipeline. For now, however, the company is right to fight against a national recall, and I hope they stand their ground. That's what I think, and I welcome your feedback. And that wraps up this week's reports. Have a great weekend, and please join us again here on Monday. Wards is the industry leader for news, data, and analysis. That's why companies across the globe subscribe to our premium service, maybe even your own. Log in for subscriber access now. Check your company's intranet for details and rely on wardsauto.com to keep you informed.